Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm here host Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on the Sony PlayStation, and it's the story of a science experiment gone wrong. The entire world has been accidentally turned into a giant skate park. Every school, city, and beach has been magically outfitted with vert ramps and grind, grind rails. Now, grind rails. How long did it take you to come up with that? That's from the back of the box. Is it really? No, I mean that's just what that's what the game is about. How else can you explain so that con- that there's just so vert confused. ramps everywhere, that there's grind rails everywhere? It's just the world is one big skate park. That's well, that's one way of looking at it. Heaven is a half pipe, Dan. <laughs> that's on one of my Spotify playlists, by the way. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yeah. We um we covered the first one, I want to say January a year ago. Oh, 2019. It's been over so it's a year. Been a while. So I figured it was about time to hop back into PS1. Can't remember the last time we covered a PS1 game. We've done some. There's been some. Yeah, there's been some. Some a, of the greatest a hits. Few. Yeah. And uh, Tony Hawk recently announced that there's going to be a documentary um, called uh, Pretending I'm Superman. Okay. I think is the name of it. And so, yeah, Tony Hawk 2 is all kinds of uh, timely right now. Sounds great. I'm I I'm ready to talk about it. I had a good time, and I think uh, this will be a fun one. Yeah. You, did you have a better time than I did? Uh, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much every time. Oh man. And somehow, still, you always want to spend more money on the games than I do. So I don't. Yeah. You know, right. Like that. I guess money just means different things to us. Um, what is Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two for Tony anybody Hawk, who hasn't had the pleasure? So Tony Hawk Pro Skater is a skateboarding game and you basically skateboard <laughs> around and try to complete challenges it's just like your normal world it's like your normal everyday world with schools and cities and beaches but there are literally just skate ramps everywhere inexplicably for no reason it's a skateboarding video game what are you I talking know, about inexplicably but I'm like, it's like oh this level is a is a middle school but there's vert ramps on every wall yeah. Well. So if you have never played a game or don't know anything about this and you're just wondering, like, I don't get it. It's like you're skating around to school, but there's ramps everywhere. It's a skateboarding game. Okay. Watch the X Games, people. I don't know. What do you want me to say about it? It's a skateboarding game. These games got more and more ridiculous. So, like, this is about yeah. as grounded as it gets. And from here on out, the series just gets more and more ridiculous till it just becomes a giant episode of Jackass by the end of the series, I think. Gosh. All right, Jordan. Well, since you don't want to tell the people what the game is, what is the why game? Don't we I just, just said. Jump, why don't we just jump into what the game does? Well? I'm really interested to know what do you think this game is that I didn't cover. <laughs> you skateboard. You do tricks. It's fine. It's fine. Pop shove it. It's fine. All right. Pop shove it on accident with a possessed controller. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's jump into what this game does well because uh, we are off to a poor start here. <laughs> All right. What do you got? I think that the number one thing that you have to say about this game is that it's Tony Hawk. Like, this is what you want. Oh, my goodness, Jordan. What? (laughs) Tony Hawk Pro Skater is a skateboarding game. (laughs) And what's great about this game 
is Tony Hawk. It's, the a, thing, skate, it's a skateboarder. The thing that I love about <laughs> this game is everything that I have already said about it. It's that it is just your world, and it's been made into a giant skate park. So as a kid who grew up being terrible at skateboarding, but really wanting to be a skateboarder, like I had... I would. Uh, there was this magazine. I think it was called CCS Magazine. It was like a catalog for yeah. skateboarding stuff. Mm-hmm. And they would send it to your house for free if you went on their website and put your address in. Right. And so me and all my brothers did that. And so we would get four copies of CCS every month. <laughs> never and buy would, anything? No, never buy anything. But we would take the catalog and I would cut out the pictures of like the skateboarders and put them in my locker. Because I wanted to be a skateboarder. Now we have Tony Hawk Pro Skater. This is It can be a reality. Like I can do... All of the things that I've ever wanted to do on a skateboard but was never able to do because I could never even ollie. And that's why I love Tony Hawk. This game just makes you feel like you actually know what you're doing. And it's it's great. Oh, man. Well, last time we uh, we covered Tony Hawk, we were just like, oh, go play skate. Because, like, skate is a far more realistic game than Tony Hawk. It's interesting that you bring up, like, it being sort of uh, a realistic way of doing it. Because I don't really know. No, I didn't say it was realistic. No? No, I don't think it's realistic at all. And I think that's what's good about it. And I think that's a big thing that this game does better than the other one. I should have gone back and like listened to our last one because I don't have any clue what I said. But there were just some things in this that like made it feel so much better. When you first start playing this game, like it didn't feel great because your character has like really bad stats. But then as you play, the guy levels up, you start to get the hang of it, and uh, your character starts to feel like that invincible dude who can grind forever and then go into a manual and you can make these super huge combos and so uh just being able to like do stuff and having the ability to manual helps you string together combos so that's a huge upgrade over the last game so i think that this game does take a giant leap from the first game into the second game yeah i definitely agree the first game um did suffer from like you couldn't really string things together very well and the manuals were a nice addition. Now, I think the, the formula was kind of perfected in Tony Hawk 3 when you can actually revert. Tune off in of next year for e- Tony Hawk 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coming but, March 2021, <sighs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, this game definitely, I would say, as we played it, more and and we're able to upgrade our stats because like you get money for completing the objectives in this game and as you get farther into the game the objectives become worth more money but the stat upgrades become more expensive and it's funny how that happens (sighs) yeah i don't know i don't know why they didn't just keep it the same price the whole way through oh i get what you're saying because the objectives get more expensive but so do the stats yeah so it doesn't really matter yeah it kind of negates itself and then it gates uh you from future levels until you reach a certain amount of money i think part of that is because so you don't just like go back to the early levels and try to get some of the although like you should go back to the early levels and get the objectives that you failed on so i don't really know why it does that either it's kind of weird yeah i don't know but either way i i think that the game does start to feel better as you upgrade your stats yeah, I, that was a like when we first started playing. I was like, "Oh man, this is Tony Hawk Pro Skater again." Yeah, but man, as you get those stat upgrades, it really does start to make a huge difference. And uh, the the cash upgrades is actually an, a pro that I have on my list of what this game does well because mm. that is a big change. In the in the last game, it was just about getting the tapes, and in this game, every time you or not the tapes, whatever it was, just completing the objectives. Yeah, 
And on this game, every objective has a cash value, and you can use that cash to do a whole bunch of things. You can use it to upgrade your skater. You can use it to upgrade your board and buy new boards or mm-hmm. buy new tricks even. Yeah. Although the tricks cost a ton of money, so that seems like more of a late game thing. Mm-hmm. But like you have this ability... And the game actually feels bigger because of it, because yeah. you can spend a ton of time maxing out your character, and then you can spend even more time going and maxing out more characters. Yeah, the uh, buying tricks is also interesting, because one of the things they added in this game is the ability to change uh, the button inputs that you attach to special moves. Yeah. And so if you don't like, say, you know, we played as Bob Burnquist, and his special move is left down grab trick. And if you don't like left down, you could put it to like up down square if you want instead or like something that's a little bit easier to hit. And so that was another nice thing that they added. I have the upgradable stats um, as something that the game does well. And I also have the fact there are lots of characters in the game. Yeah. Um, Lots of characters to choose just regular skaters. And there's like quite a few unlockable characters, too, in this one that you get for... Um, you can unlock Spider-Man for like hundred percenting it with like a created character and you can unlock, I don't remember how you unlock officer Dick. I'm guessing that Spider-Man is only in the PlayStation version. I'm not sure. I don't, did Sony own him at that point? Cause this, oh, yeah. this came out in 2000. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. No, November or I'm sorry, September of 2000. Yeah. I'm going to guess one. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90% positive that he was only in the PlayStation version. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... Um, I don't know a lot about the N64 version. It came out uh, like a year later, almost. And they, I read that they pushed it out a year because they wanted to give the first Tony Hawk more time to sell on Nintendo 64. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't... I've only played the, the N64 version a handful of times, so I don't know. I don't remember what characters are on there. See, I grew up with the N64 version, and it was crazy today to play it and just see some of the, the differences. Like, I do not remember there being a ton of gunshots in the New York level. <laughs> like, everywhere you skate in the New York level, you just hear gunshots and women screaming, and that was not <laughs> part of my memories from the N64 version. You also yeah. have, you know, the the video clips and the, the photos of the actual skaters and lots of things that the PlayStation was capable of that the N64 was not. But I still had a really good time with the N64 one as a kid. I don't remember feeling like it was a so much worse version of it than what my friends with the PlayStation had. Yeah, I read um, the N64 version. Uh, it says that it has all the features of the PlayStation version plus an additional level. While the game's textures and frame rates are smoother than the PlayStation version, the soundtrack has been shortened to six tracks consisting of instrumental chorus loops. <laughs> oh, man. <Yeah>. So <laughs> you definitely uh, got the same songs over and over. So that's one of the things yeah. that's always funny when people talk about like, how iconic the Tony Hawk soundtrack is. I always remember as a kid just being annoyed by it because yeah, you got the, the same clips of the same songs over and over and over again. Yeah, it's it's super interesting to the the PS1 versus N64, like the pros and cons of each version. But I do have the soundtrack as a pro for me. Um, and this is probably Nostalgia Glasses um, on this point being one of the things that the game does well. But I really like the soundtrack on Tony Hawk too. It's definitely a nice little time capsule. But uh, if you're not into like ska, <laughs> 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 like it's a very a very uh, specific 
genre. It's not just ska. It's not just ska, but it is not like the normal stuff you'd be tuning into on the radio. There's there's some punk. There's some hip hop. You got some, some Papa Roach. Some Mad at Your Dad rock. Oh, there's there's a lot of <laughs> Mad at Dad rock. <laughs> Somebody was real mad at Dad when they were putting together that playlist. Uh, there's still a lot of songs out here that I like, but yeah. They're, they're songs that I like as a part of this game, but would never listen to outside of this game. Yeah, yeah. I pro- yeah, I probably agree with that. <laughs> Although I do have, I have a Tony Hawk playlist on Spotify for each game, the first three games. I don't often listen to them. I was going to say, but... it sounds like uh, playlist clutter. <laughs> it's like, those are ones that uh, I could probably delete those. <laughs> those are getting kind of dusty. I'll send you the links. I kind of wish that like Spotify would add like digital dust. Like if you haven't, <laughs> if like it's like you know you can look at your CD uh, rack and know like I haven't touched that CD in ages because there's a a centimeter of dust growing on top of it. But like I kind of wish you had that on like Spotify and it's like you could just like the little playlist area started getting like brown and you, Why? you had to like that's... because it's like it's, it's a little hint that maybe this one should go in the goodwill bin. You know? That's that's silly. Another thing that I really like about this game is that it feels huge. And I remember you saying, like, at one point, uh, saying, like, <laughs> when I first got this, what'd you say about this game when you first got it? Oh, oh, oh. Um, when I got this game, I thought I will never be bored again. Exactly. And I, I kind of like laughed when you said that. But then as we played it, I was like, man, you're right. Because you can spend so much time trying to get all of the objectives, you can spend so much time trying to master all the tricks and upgrade all the stats. And like, there's not even that many levels. It's like eight levels, no. I think. It's funny because the reason I, I was laughing when you were like, this game feels huge is because I thought like of the textures popping in in the distance. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's just fog everywhere. Uh, yeah, the draw distance is, <laughs> isn't very far in this game. And so that's why I was like, does it feel huge? No, I think that the, the actual stages are you the can perfect- see 25 feet in front of yeah. you. The stages themselves are a good size, especially for a two-minute round. Like, they're good. You don't yeah. need them to be bigger. But like I'm saying, that there's not that many levels, but the game feels like there's a lot of potential. Like, you could play this for a long time. You do have the create-a-skater option. You have the build-a-park option. And those are – I remember when I was a kid and uh, getting this game, that was a huge thing that the first game didn't have. And it's like, I can build my own skate park. And I spent hours and hours building parks that nobody would ever play because they were terrible. And I wouldn't even play them because they were terrible. But, like, I had the ability to actually build my own park, and that was crazy. Because I don't think I'd played a game up to that point where I could make my own level. I feel like I always got stuck with the creative park stuff when I was younger. Like, I could never make anything that I really liked very much. Uh, we would take turns building levels and then, like, putting, like, punji pits in them. I don't know if they had that in this game or if that came in a later game, but you could, like, dig a hole and put spikes in there. And so if somebody, like, missed their jump, they would land and get impaled on these you didn't actually see him get impaled, but they would <laughs> die. I feel like that was in this game, but yeah, that you know, I mean, I definitely had remember. a lot of good memories building punji pits in the middle of a half pipe. <laughs> Your brother will never see it coming. <laughs> oh, um, the next thing I have is the level variety. Yeah, there's a you know none of these levels really feel very much like the other ones. Yeah, you even have like uh, the three competition levels and they're Mm -hmm. all very different like you have one that is uh very much like vert focused you have one that's more of a street course so it's like they definitely mixed it up even on the levels that had the potential to be very samesy yeah i feel like that's one of the strengths of the franchise as a whole is like there's so much 
difference from level to level. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably why the, the creative park always felt weak to me was because the levels are so good. Um, for the most part, some, I mean, they have their moments, but, um, you create a park level could never be as big as any of these stages or as multi-leveled either. Yeah. Well, they gave you limited resources. I remember with your create a park where you had like some kind of meter or something at the yep. top where you can only put so many pieces of, um, so many ramps and things like that. And which them, makes so. sense. It probably was like maxing out the capabilities of yeah. the storage space and whatever. Yeah. I don't think any of the levels are bad. We as don't far have as a, layouts and designs of levels. Like if you're free skating, any of these levels, I think they're all fun. There's no downhill jam in Tony Hawk pro skater too. <laughs> that was definitely the weak level in the first game for me. I like downhill jam. Jordan. I like downhill jam, but it's not a level you're going to go free skate. Speak for yourself. I am speaking for myself. I only ever speak for myself. <laughs> and sometimes say. I make generalizations and speak for others. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I only ever speak for myself is what I'm trying to say. Oh, man. All right. So another thing that I have that this game does well is the skate competitions. Um, I always like, I liked them in the first one and I like them in this one. It's just, it adds variety to these um, these levels where it's like all you're trying to do I think is just get a high score. Yeah. I don't think it matters if you bail. I just think it matters how high your score actually is. I think it mattered in later games if you bailed, but I, yeah, I, I think don't you're think right. it matters in this one. Because I, I had like a really good run and then I fell over like four times and I still got like 90s on the run and we came second place or whatever on that one. But yeah, I like the competitions in this, not only because the levels are just fun um, skate parks, but like it just adds a nice break from collect skate or ollie the magic bomb or you know wall ride the bells like stuff that's kind of like we had to retry like three or four or five times pro tip if you're playing this game and you want to try to rack up a high score in the competitions just find a half pipe and go to town with yeah. spins and grabs and you will win <laughs> don't well, even bother trying to grind anything <laughs> i don't know if you win because we didn't win we didn't win, but we also didn't spend a ton of time. No, no, we we could have won if we would have really we cared. Could have been but... a contender. What else you got for me? Uh, and this is the last thing that I have is the graffiti multiplayer was always a favorite of ours when we were kids, and it was still great today. You are much better at this game than I am. I will say that. <laughs> well, without even blinking an eye, you are much better at this game than I am. But graffiti, it doesn't matter who's the better person at stringing together combos and tricks is just all about who can tag the most stuff before time is up yeah and uh and who can steal it with like three seconds left yeah and that's why i was able to beat you two out of three games uh that didn't happen that did happen according to the game <laughs> according to the game's win loss count i won two and lost one we don't know what happened according dan, to real life yeah according to real life dan beat me two out of three times but for some reason the score counter gave me an extra win and him an extra loss and i will take it <laughs> you'll take what you can get yeah yeah i have the graffiti mode uh written down as well and it was probably it might have been the most fun i had today yeah with this game it's a lot of fun and it's a great equalizer you can actually <laughs> like there's so many games like we want to play with your friend and if they suck or if you suck it's like this isn't fun because one of us is just destroying the other person and graffiti mode doesn't care it's just like as long as you can skate around and land some tricks you're gonna be all right yeah i feel like so we we got to the Venice Beach level and it became um, frustrating 
And <laughs> so when we just were like, let's play multiplayer real quick before we, you know, go record. And the graffiti mode, I feel like redeemed my like frustration. Yes. With uh, that level. You smiled um, afterwards. Yeah. Cause I actually had fun. We were kind of going in and yelling at each other and it came down to the last second yeah. on multiple occasions it was good it was a good time it was, it was. A, yeah so it holds up yes it's it's definitely one of the strong suits of this game i mean it could i was about to say it could be a really good party game if they made a four-player graffiti game and then i'm realizing that's just splatoon we just described splatoon well turns out i th- i read that the xbox version tony hawk pro skater 2x yeah. Has four players. Oh, that's sweet. That'd be a lot of fun. And it has land play. Uh, so you can, all right. if you get four copies of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and four Xboxes. I have not had a good land party. <laughs> Haven't had a good land party in a long time. Oh, man. Maybe we need to uh, sort that out. Although I don't, uh, playing this game on an Xbox controller is just miserable in my experience. <laughs> like, yeah, this game was designed to be played on an N64 controller. And with if you... No, with a... G- <laughs> it needs a D-pad. Like, for me, I can never play the Tony Hawk franchise with a joystick because it's always like doing tricks that you don't want it to do. I'm like, I want to just press left, and it's like, no, you're doing up left or, like, down left. And when you're trying to do special moves, it gets really irritating. That's interesting. I guess I never really realized I did. That's true. I would have played it with an analog stick. Maybe that's why I was so bad at turning in this game. Because I was used to playing with the analog stick. Although used to is a big generalization because I haven't played this game in 15 years. Um, I don't think that was your fault, Jordan. But we're not talking about what the game does poorly. Do well oh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Oops. Oh, all right. So, well, uh, Spoilers. Do you have anything else or can we transition? Uh, I do. Oh, all I have right. a couple more things. Oh, you got a couple yeah, more things. A couple let's, more things. Let's hear them. Um, real quick, the unlockable videos. Okay. Like, there's a whole list of like Bales videos and like... If you get a gold medal with each skater, you unlock like um, a montage, a skate montage or whatever, Ooh. a skate video for each skater. So that's a cool feature. See, all- I was over here judging you for saying that, but then I was thinking when we turned the game on and watched the opening yeah. cinematic, yeah. what did I say? I was like, man, this brings me back to being in middle school mm-hmm. and popping in a skate VHS tape. I don't even know where we got them from. We had them. Somebody would bring it over. From CCS. Yeah, no. I don't know. Friends, my cousins. I don't know. But we'd watch the skate tape and it was like, you got to, you know, watch the guys land some tricks and fail some tricks and bail. And I don't know. Just It's a good time watching some dudes skate on a grainy VHS mm-hmm. tape. Yeah. Skate videos were, were a, a huge part of my youth because of this game. And uh, so I there's a bit of nostalgia in the appreciation there. But it's a nice it's a nice feature of the game to give you a reason to go after stuff. Man, I remember breaking out our eight millimeter camcorder and trying to make our own skate video and <laughs> quickly realizing that uh the one kid on the block who could Ollie and the one kid on the block who could like sometimes land a kick kickflip wasn't gonna make for a compelling video. So yeah, that it didn't truth. last very long. The last thing that I have written down, um a worth it or worthless favorite, cheats. Yep. Um, there are plenty of cheats and unlockables in this game and, uh, I wish we would have used some of them. We didn't use cheats, but I think it's one of the strong suits because, um, the game, you can't advance unless you get certain amounts of money. And so just like real life, (laughs) I didn't realize this game was a metaphor for real life. Yeah, man. 
Um, but there are cheats like uh, add $5,000 to your current total or clear the game with the current skater or double moon physics or disco lights or easy contest wins. You know what's funny is this is like one of the first games in a long time that we've played on the podcast without using cheats. And we're sitting here realizing we would have actually had more fun if we would have used the cheats. <laughs> like, what's the point in playing a game without cheats if, you know, you're just trying to have some fun? Yeah. I it, can see, like, trying to, if you want to beat this game and, like, actually put time into it, that's fine. But if you want to just pick it up and have some fun, use the cheats. Get some $5,000 and load your guy up with stats and have a good time. There's a no blood cheat if you're really offended by the... Uh... That's what we just call the N64 <laughs> mode. The nice, <laughs> didn't, the didn't nice PS1 graphics. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the graphics. It was, eh. What does the game do well? Yeah, what are, you, are, we, are, <laughs> tra- are we transitioning to what it does poorly? You just. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but the cheats. The cheats are a nice addition. There are lots of fun cheats for this one. The cheat. <laughs> the cheat. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. A strong bad reference. <laughs> we should start uh, another podcast where we just uh, review Homestar Runner episodes. There's a, a huge market out there that's being underserved. Maybe that's a perfect niche. Yeah, maybe. All right. Do you have anything else that's that it does well, or do we want to move on? We can move on. I think this might be a record for most time we've spent on what a game does well. That was that was a, a big chunk of time. Oh. I was. <laughs> Let's see how we do with the uh, what it does poorly. I think for me, and this could just be me, something that this game does poorly is that it's not quite as easy to pick back up as I thought it would be or as I wish it would be. Yeah, maybe. Um, I felt today like when we played the original Tony Hawk, I remember like really having a good time with it despite its like age and, and limitations. And for some reason with this game, I didn't have the same... like yes kind of experience with it <laughs> um and i i don't know maybe it's because we didn't have like fully upgraded characters or whatever but and maybe it's because we had a possessed controller that sometimes decided to do extra tricks because it's in my cold basement and so <laughs> sometimes it's like you're trying to do a kickflip that you didn't actually try to do or like it's ollieing by itself um but yeah the game felt a little bit more challenging than I remember um, it being before. Well, when you were younger, you probably didn't try to like speed run the game in three hours. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, th- I mean, I just remember putting hours and hours and hours into this game and like chipping away at those things. And if you're trying to like blow through this game, you know, I don't think that's what it's made for. I think it's made to like, we're on each run trying to like get multiple objectives when i remember when I, when I was a kid like you would do run after run after run just trying to get that one objective see i remember as a kid once you get familiar with the game and you're playing it with your you know third fourth fifth skater yeah it was just like all right what's the minimum number of tries i can do to get through this these objectives and i do remember knocking out like a bunch of objectives all at once for sure and um, that's definitely comes with playing it more because you can memorize the layout and memorize yeah. the perfect way to go to get all the letters and be throwing up combos and getting the secret tape so i feel like that's probably one of the strengths of this game the more you play it just the the familiarity you you probably get with it yeah you can probably have a little bit more fun um once you're past the, that initial frustration of a low stack character and, and not really knowing where anything is yep but 
Um, one of the things that I have that may relate to what you're saying is like the physics are weird and they keep you from like turning how you want to turn. Yeah. I don't know if that's the camera or the physics or what, but (laughs) trying to make tight turns is obnoxious. Yeah. I, (laughs) I was laughing at watching you a lot of times watching like in the school, there was one time where you're just trying to go up this ramp, this hallway and you ran into the wall like seven times in a row, yeah. just trying to turn around. You, I would turn and I would like try to line up my skater perfectly to go up this this little hallway ramp thing and slam into the wall, slam into the wall, miss it completely. It was, yeah, it was bad. Or trying to ollie one of the fire hydrants in New York, like yeah, for all of ninety seconds. Those are not trying to forgiving. Turn <laughs> Those are not forgiving, man. You you gotta go directly. When it says Ollie over something, you better go directly over it. Don't yeah. don't even be off by a pixel. Or you are not getting that objective. Yeah, this um later in Tony Hawk games you could get off your board. And I feel like that kind of helped with this yeah. problem a little bit. But like these early games where it's it just propels you forward. Yep. Um, you don't even kick. You're not even like kicking off the ground. You can, I think. I think if you hold up, you'll kick. Yeah, but if you're um, not if you're not holding down the Ollie button always, are you even doing this game right? <laughs> Is that just me? Do you not just hold down the Ollie button always? Usually, probably about eighty percent of the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the the turning in this doesn't doesn't seem to do you any favors. You need a uh, you need a a wide berth to get to where you're going. That is true. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I really struggled with was there's some of the objectives are just frustrating and you know, that can kind of be like a pro because it makes the game longer and encourages you to like get your stats up. Like there was this one, uh, objective that was to grind the subway rails in New York and it's impossible unless you basically max out your, um, your grind balance. And so we had to like go and put in the time to get the, that stat up and then we were able to do it. But just like, if you're trying to just some of these objectives are just really frustrating. Uh, I wanted to throw the controller to the TV. Yeah. Um, that's not exactly much of an exaggeration. No. Um, because this game feels not amazing. Sometimes. Uh, most, I feel like most of the time. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of times I felt like a skateboarder and I felt like I was just cruising and doing tricks and having a good time and then when i was trying to do something very specific yeah and trying to like go somewhere very specific like that was when it got frustrating when i was just free skating that's where this game is the best yeah and when you have to like get yourself into a tiny little area or nail a very specific pixel perfect jump that's where the physics really get you yeah the it's the two minute timer is what it is like having such a, a short amount of time to actually do these objectives when you're not familiar with where they are, where it's, it's just, it feels almost unnecessarily punishing. Yeah. Um, like I was trying to get the secret tape in Venice and I was getting so mad because I was missing this thing (laughs) by like an inch and it's like, or I got to a point where I couldn't even get to the roof like after I'd gotten up there several times, I couldn't even get up there anymore. And <laughs> I was like, 
I guess we're not going to record an episode because I'm literally going to do this until I get this stupid secret tape. You know, you're, you're just trying to you're trying to navigate these tiny little gaps and you got Papa Roach blasting in the background <laughs> and it'll push anybody to their edge. Yeah. And, you know, that that's just you got to know that that's a risk you take when you play this game. That you might throw your controller through the through the screen and it's not because, you know, you have poor impulse control. But it's because you are embodying that skate attitude <laughs> and you just you don't care what nobody says and you're going to, you know, middle finger mom and dad, I'm going to throw this controller through the screen. And your friend's going to be like, I think we've seen enough. We should probably go record. And I'm like, nope, nope. I was just trying to protect nope. you from yourself. <laughs> but, you know, we played a little bit of graffiti and it was all good. You being here protects me from myself, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> just just your presence. Well, I have that calming. I'm a, that calming. Spirit, yeah, you know? yeah. You have that effect on people. Um. <laughs> except for some people. <laughs> except for some people who message us on Instagram and are very frustrated with uh, my take on what these games are worth. Oh man. Um, yeah, I feel like I got more mad at this game than I can remember getting at like. Um, I haven't gotten this mad at a video game in a long time. The last time you got this mad at the video game was also a PlayStation game, so we should probably just stay away from PlayStation NFL Blitz. Games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was more just because I'm incredible at that game. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're you're just the best, Jordan. Thank you. Um, I love to hear that. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, uh, well, most of the my cons are are the New York level. Yeah. Yeah. Like New York is on my list. It's just a terrible level as far as non-free skating. I think that part of it is because that's where the the cash required to go to the next level jumps up a bunch. Yeah. And so we kind of just got stuck there. And I think if we hadn't have been stuck there so long, you wouldn't have been so frustrated. Well, you've got the 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 gunshots, the gunshots, which are just weird, and screaming women. And then you have the taxis. Oh, I liked that. That was funny. You liked me. that? When they ran you over and the guy oh, yelled at you? I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, you thought it was hilarious when I was like, oh, I got to get this fifth subway token. Let me just, all right, I got hit by a taxi. Okay. But you got the right. token. He I ran you this, over. I got to get this fifth subway. Oh, I got hit by a taxi again. All right, am I get, is he going to hit me this time or am I just going to, oh, yep, oh, there it is. Yep, that's, got hit by a taxi three or four times in a row. That's comedy gold. You got run over. He yelled something about your mother, which was not in the N64 version, by the way. And then you still got the subway token. So win, win, win. Comedy gold is wanting to throw your controller through the TV. Comedy gold is watching your friend want to throw the controller through the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Not so funny when it's happening to you. Yeah, that two-minute timer, man. There's something about it. But it's also great because it forces you to approach the level differently. It hides some of the weaknesses of the size of the stage. And, you know, there... It is nice to have that free skate option if you mm-hmm. want to do that. But, you know, when you're trying to do the objectives, the two-minute timer, I think, is actually a good thing. It's like it's a bittersweet thing because it's nice to give you some uh, some incentive or something to actually add difficulty to a game that inherently doesn't really have a difficulty mode um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but at the same time, it would be nice if you could like set the game on easy mode and get three minutes or something like that. Um, cause it gets to a certain point where without the cheats, you're getting locked out from progressing. And so if there's certain objectives you can't get, like grinding on the subway rails for 25 seconds, like how many times did we get 
did we try to do that stupid objective? And it wasn't until we significantly upgraded our stats and tried it eight, 12 times. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was probably a dozen times. New York. All right. So New York, we can put that on the con list. Yeah. Tony Hawk, New York. Bad news. Bad news. <laughs> Do you have anything else uh, in the what this game does poorly category? Because I'm I'm out. I'm I'm out as well. Look at um, that. Yeah, I do. Just I don't know. There's something about this game that frustrated me, and I don't remember it being this frustrating. That's weird, man. Because I I came in kind of expecting to not have a great time with this game, and I had a lot of fun. And I wow. I kind of feel Here like we go. I feel like I could play this game more. And I would like this game excels and and it shines, like you said already. When you start to get the hang of it, and you start to memorize the patterns, and you uh, get better at it, and you level up your person. So like I feel like this game only gets better the more time you spend with it. And so I'm not yeah. like leaving being like, oh man, that was too much Tony Hawk. I don't want to play anymore. Which is kind of how I felt with the first one because it is so static. Like you beat it and you're done. And this one, it has so much potential to like do more and to make your character better and to unlock more stuff that I felt like this game. I don't know. Like I felt good about it. Uh, it's funny because I actually had the complete opposite experience. I was like, what, I with tell. the first, with the first game, I was like, oh man, this is fun. I want to play more. And then <laughs> with the second one, I was like, I could just not play anymore this ever is, again. I'm good. <laughs> really? I'm good. Uh, not coming soon. Tony Hawk Pro Skater yeah. 3. Bad nostalgia trip. I guess, man. Mm. All right. Well, do you I mean, it's on? not Battletoads. It's not Battletoads. It's, Absolutely not Battletoads. It's not like, the Streets of Rage 3 soundtrack. No, no, um, which is weird. I, I, If you had to like put a gun to my head and ask me, <laughs> would you rather listen to the Streets of Rage 3 soundtrack or a playlist that includes Papa Roach? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's one of those ones where you... How much time do I have? How many bullets are in that gun? <laughs> Oh man! All right, are you ready? To, are you ready I'm to ready. Move on? I'm ready. Everyone's ready. The world's ready. Uh, all right, Jordan. What would you pay for the experience you just had? Oh man, because like if this popped up on the Switch eShop, I could legitimately <laughs> see myself spending like nine ninety nine. Wow! Like you know, because they wouldn't charge ten dollars. They would call it nine ninety nine. I got. I could see myself buying this game for ten dollars. Like, I feel like there's a lot of time. Like, you could put a lot of time in this game and have some fun. Is that with or without nostalgia glasses, though? That's without. Like, I... Really? Like, I'm a... Like, this was fun. I had I had a good time. Like, the fact that, like, it's got that graffiti mode. It's got all the unlockables. Like, it's not... I don't know. I kind of... I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling weird. I just yeah. Said, I just had, like, $10 on a game. Clearly. I don't know what's going on. A dollar for Mario 2, but you'll pay $10 for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Dude, I didn't have fun with Mario 2. I didn't have fun. Like, what? A dollar? Like, I have to say something. I can't say getting crap. Some. Um, I'm getting crap on Instagram. Like, I'm getting a, a reputation. Like, why do I have to say a game is worth something if I don't think it's worth something? Like, I feel like this game is worth something. So, I don't know what I would pay. Like, I know that they're not going to put it on there for $5. Like like seven to ten dollars, I feel like this game is worth it. Now that is on the Switch. I'm not gonna buy a PlayStation disc that's probably scratched up and terrible. Did you look at my disc? 
I'm sure your disc is fine, but like terrible. If I'm going to a garage sale or like Salvation Army or something like that, disc is going to be terrible. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, um, I feel like I'm coming in at seven dollars on this one. All right, I could see seven dollars. Like, yeah, uh, I, I I feel like that's a good number. Seven dollars for this nostalgia trip that I don't ever want to take again. <laughs> I like is... having it. So for me, uh, this was the first PS One game I ever bought. Really? So it's it's got sentimental nostalgic value to me. Yeah, and I like that I have it in my collection just for that sort of like, oh yeah, like my first PlayStation game that I bought with my own money. <laughs> um, but after playing it today, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the extent of it. Man. Wow. I, this is really bizarre that we had such a different yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tony Hawk three will probably be a completely different experience. Cause I know that I love that game and the mechanics support it being fun. So you're just um, setting yourself up for a big, big letdown if that game's bad. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, maybe. But this game is just, it's not Tony Hawk 3. It's got a lot of good parts to it. But, but it's so much better than Tony Hawk 1, which you liked. So I'm just confused. I don't know if I just like the levels in Tony Hawk 1 better. Okay. That Maybe. could be it. Um, they're, so, they're so much smaller and worse. Uh, I don't know. And downhill. Downhill's a great level. Downhill's a garbage level, It's dude. not a garbage level. Whatever. If it was a garbage level, they wouldn't have put it in Tony Hawk Pro Skater That's... HD. Okay, whatever. They put it in the, what's that, like a compilation game or something? Or like a, what is that? What do you mean? What did you just say? What did Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD? What is that? Yeah, that was like the PS3, Xbox 360. They probably put like it in there PS3 because it's game. so different from all the other levels. It's like, we're nah. going to put that one in because it's nah, different. It's good. It's good. It's why they put it in. All right. Um, what is this game selling for? What do you think? Uh, it's a complete, like the PlayStation complete version? PS1 version. What do you think? Complete. It's all well, about? yeah. Who buys a loose PS1 disc? Did we say we played the PS1 version? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. I don't know. PlayStation games are not worth anything because they're on CDs. It's <laughs> probably sells for four dollars. No. Oh goodness. I'm sorry. What is it? This one. Uh, it looks like it's going generally thirteen to seventeen on eBay. Uh, that's too much. Not horrible. What's um, the N64 version so far? So the price charting said that this one was $15, which is what I paid for my copy. The PlayStation 1. The PlayStation, a complete copy. Okay. Uh, N64. Yeah. Price charting says $14. It's about the same. Okay, but at least you're getting a cartridge that's not going to get scratched. Yeah, but you're not getting the great soundtrack. Well, you're getting the best parts of the soundtrack over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Uh, instrumental? <laughs> no, it's not instrumental. You got the, no, no. It's not instrumental. I thought it because was instrumental. I I remember those lyrics. Ah, now the Dreamcast version. Let's not forget about that. Uh, I had one friend who had a Dreamcast, and we only played Crazy Taxi. <laughs> well, fortunately, it's about the same price sixteen dollars according to price charting. All right, all right. But here's here's the, here's the kicker. Now there's like a there's a hundred different versions of Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. By the way, there's like a PC, a Mac version. There's like a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Like this game was on everything, Xbox. Um, so there's like you know all these different versions. But what do you think the the PAL version? Oh yes, <laughs> we of, know what we're of doing. the N64. 
we're really shooting for that pal audience with this segment here. So pal version of the N64. It just kills me, man, because this like, is a complete, I feel like they just get screwed on everything. They do. I'm, we're trying to right the wrongs here. So this is a complete version of the pal no. N64. No, just a, a just loose a, N64 copy. A loose N64 cartridge of the pal region. I'm going to say $80. <laughs> no, it's actually only $24. Okay, well, all right. Still more. Still more. For some reason. But reasonable. I wonder means, if video games are just way more rare in the PAL region or what. Probably. But I don't know why everything is so much more expensive for them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you, is there or an maybe, obnoxiously expensive complete version? Uh, I didn't I didn't see an obnoxiously expensive okay. complete version. Well, that's version. a bummer. I was kind of hoping we'd have another like multi-hundred dollar. I wonder if their currency is worth more and when it gets translated to dollars, it just sounds it like is, it's more. It is, but it doesn't change anything. They but I still, wonder if relatively speaking... Like twenty four pal dollars is like fourteen U.S. dollars. I wonder. It, yeah, that but it doesn't make it any cheaper. It does if wages and cost of living and all that stuff. If it's all relatively balanced, is what I'm saying. Maybe I don't know if that's so. Valid. It's like I think in Australia their minimum wage is significantly higher than ours. Everything, but everything more. is more expensive. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Relatively speaking. I wonder if it's if it's the same in the PAL regions. But most of the time, it's like way more expensive, so I doubt it. I know. I don't know. All right. All right. So before we move on, $15 PS1, worth or worthless? For PS1, worthless. Okay. I'm not spending $15 on a disc. Okay. $14 and 64 worth it or worthless? Uh, I mean, it's... Still not worth it at fourteen dollars. Like I'm not buying it at fourteen dollars. Well, you're not buying anything apparently, even if you're going to get a hundred out of a hundred dollars out of it. I would spend ten dollars on this game. That's like a record, not a record. <laughs> it's not a record, but it's like that's above average, way above average. It might be a no nostalgia glasses record, maybe. But can anybody ever truly remove their nostalgia glasses, Dan? Um, I think it's hard once you have nostalgia glasses for something. I know. I can't see anything without my glasses. But considering... Like, that's just my normal glasses, so I can't even imagine what it would look like to see the world without nostalgia glasses. Considering how often on this show we call these games worthless. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. But, like, it's it's usually, like... Maybe it is possible to take You say worth glasses. it, I say worthless, the, the universe is balanced, and everybody's happy. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes... Sometimes, like, uh, like I, I feel like you could find this game for less than fourteen dollars. Like, Probably. just be a frugal shopper, find it for ten dollars, and then it's worth it. Get a loose PS One disc. Uh, <laughs> you could find a, a an N sixty. I don't know, man. Some people don't have the same hangups about CD games as I do. That's a controller, man. I can't play. I've always been with this this franchise. I'm like, it's PlayStation to me. All right. What do you? It will never not be a PlayStation. What do you say at fourteen dollars? I have to say worthless. Oh man, I said seven dollars, and I didn't have fun with it. I know that hurts. I don't know if I ever want to play it again. I feel like if I ever get the Tony Hawk Two nostalgia itch again, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go on YouTube and just watch people play it because that sounds like more fun than playing the game itself. All right. I want to say this. This is not a standard worthless. I'm only saying worthless because I'm a cheap person who always says worthless and I, I don't collect games. But if you are interested in Tony Hawk, if you have fond memories of this game and you're like, I'm an adult, I have $14, I'm going to buy it. Like do it because I had fun with this game. You could have fun with this game. It's not 
worthless. That's just the name of the show. And so <laughs> oh. I'm throwing out the disclaimer. Like, wow. there are, for you and me, for you, it's worthless because you had a bad time. For me, it's worthless because I'm cheap. But there's a lot of people out there that this game would not be worthless for. This is not a blanket worthless, okay? I don't know, man. I don't know if this game is good. It, it is. You need, I think, to, you need to get a working controller and have a good time with this game. I think, well, I don't know if you can even buy Tony Hawk HD anymore. The physics were wonky in Tony Hawk HD, but I like that game more than I like this game. And so, like, if if we can get the good mechanics from Tony Hawk 3 yeah. in these old levels, which is oh, what yeah. I loved about Tony Hawk HD. That sounds good. Yeah. That was called Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD. Um, Can we get that on the Switch? Uh, no. Because oh. they did the licensed track thing, and now you can't probably oh. get it anywhere. Well, you don't need just take off the soundtrack. That's Put a different one on there. I don't know, man. I don't know. Rage Against the Machine is back. They're they're that, touring again. Put a new song on even there. Even that know? game, they dropped the ball when it came out. It didn't have reverts in it. You had to buy a, a Tony Hawk 3 revert pack, which came with like Tony Hawk 3 levels and oh. reverts. And so That is the most <laughs> modern gaming thing ever. That is awful. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was bad, but now it's good. I think they actually patched it so you everybody got reverts. You but. just made me realize that I don't want a modern Tony Hawk game. <laughs> it's like, pay $1.99 to unlock the 900. Dude, no, we got Tony Hawk 5 and it was really bad. Uh, yeah, I remember that one had like all the game breaking glitches, right? Where like yeah. people would like, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on to our final segment. I so I was really hoping to have two trivia questions for you today. Um, our our good friend who we have talked about on the show before, Kalua Kwame, sent in like five trivia questions, <laughs> and um, through the course of the conversation of this episode, you addressed pretty much all of them, uh, <laughs> and so. That was a bummer. So, Kalua Kwame, I am so sorry. You, you did have one that we didn't talk about, but I, I know that Dan knows the answer, so I'm just going to ask you real quick. I'm not even going to give you multiple choice questions. What is the name of Tony Hawk's skate company? Birdhouse. Yeah. So that was the only one we didn't touch on, but I know that you know it, so uh, <laughs> really sorry, Kalua Kwame. But we do have one more, and I don't know. You haven't talked about this, so I don't know if you know the answer yet, but I have a feeling you do because you are, you've watched some skate tapes back in the day. Yeah. All right. So this comes from at Secret Levels Pod, and they ask, which skater made the leap of faith gap in the school stage famous for attempting it in real life? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Jamie Thomas. Oh my gosh, I didn't even get to read. <laughs> I didn't even get to read the answers. It was Jamie Thomas. Yeah. Oh man. And so the streak continues. We've only had one listener so far stump you. Yeah. Um, and that was with like out of six questions that were sent in. And man, all right. Well. This franchise made me passionate about skateboarding. And so I watched a lot of skate videos. I used to buy magazines and all all the whole the whole thing. Some of the other questions that came in that um that you talked about and just from playing or talking uh like what is Tony Hawk's special move and what is the button combo? You knew that. Yeah. Um the what is the name of the unlockable police officer? Yep. And you knew that and uh who's the the Marvel character that you can unlock in the game. And mm-hmm. You knew that. So like you, you just yeah. you knew it all. You knew it all. This is, uh, this franchise is probably one of my top, uh, I don't know at this point, but before I would say before PS4 and Xbox one, when I was playing a lot of destiny and gears of war, um, this was probably in my top three franchises of all time. As far as hours spent playing it, Dang. So, yeah, I kind of 
<laughs> pretty nobody was gonna it. stump you on this one and this is the one we've had the most questions sent in and they were all obliterated so yeah all right well everybody um we will keep sending out uh little hints letting you know what games we're gonna be playing and looking for trivia questions so be on the lookout for that as always you can send us trivia about any of the games that we've covered before and we mm-hmm. will include those in here and if you stump dan you can win a worth it or worthless sticker in the mail for free in your mailbox and they are pretty sweet um maybe we'll send out a picture <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of our stickers and so far, only one person has gotten them. If you them. do say so yourself, if I you do design so them, myself, I design them. I'm a huge fan of our theme song. That theme song is a bop, as the kids say these days. Who, who recorded that? Oh, that was that was me. Okay, huge fan, huge fan. I'm my own biggest fan. What can I say? But keep somebody's got to be. Yeah, someone's got to be. Everyone else is just a hater. Um, what else? What else? Leave us a review. Leave us a review. We love to see those. We'll read those on air too if you leave us a review. It makes us happy. If you are a person who's out there listening and maybe you're binging because we can see you on the stats. We can see you binge listeners. You're out there. (laughs) If you're on like your fifth episode right now, uh, leave us a review. Let us know what we do well that you like. Let us know what we do poorly. It's just like, tell us, are we worth it or worthless? (sighs) Well, don't tell us that. Validate us, please. (laughs) Validate Jordan. Um, Yeah, I just... I was thinking about it, I think it was yesterday, about how awesome it is whenever you send me something, because Jordan runs our social media, and so I'll, I'll see comments and, and things like that, um, and it's, I just, I, I just want to say thank you, because yeah. you guys are awesome. Um, I don't think it'll ever stop blowing my mind that people like, like the show, and so um, I just want to say thanks that you guys are awesome, yes. and we appreciate it. We love it. it and it, it, it makes my day... Whenever we see like how happy some of you are about the show, yes. it also makes my day whenever I see how unhappy some of you are about the show. Yeah, that's fun too. Um, so we love you. The reason that we ask for reviews and stuff, like we know we're not ever gonna like get super famous from this. Like that's not the goal. We want to hang out and have fun. If it happens, sweet. Dan could use <laughs> Dan could use a new Mac Pro. So. If we get famous and make a bunch of money, sweet. But we don't ask for the reviews because we want to get famous or get popular or whatever. But it really just does make us feel good when we see that you guys are enjoying it. And when we see something that we're not doing well and that we can improve on, we love that too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that's going to wrap us up. Yeah, I think so too. We will see you guys next time. All right. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.